Hello and welcome to the sixth installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and we have our other host, Jordan. What's up, guys? How you doing? It's, uh, another uh, another day, another podcast. Yeah, sit strong. I honestly feels like it was, you know, two days ago we recorded those first episodes. Yeah, and it's been like actually nearly a month. Yeah, kind of More crazy. than a month, actually. Well, yeah, you figure... Yeah, it'd be like a month and a half because an episode a week sets weeks. Yeah, damn, so. man. This is actually the most consistent I've ever been on YouTube. This isn't a joke. See, guys, I'm a good motivator, so you can uh, phone me in. I'll be your personal motivator. He is a great motivator simply because um, he does most of the work. <laughs> that, and I also I love to uh, send text messages at all hours of the day. Yeah, uh, and I like to not respond to them because I'm asleep. And then I just keep, I just keep going, yeah. But I, I will answer them eventually, you know. Sometimes. Sometimes. If I if it if I am asleep, I won't answer obviously. But then if I wake up at like two AM I'm not gonna I'm not gonna respond at two AM. You know you know, funny story, this just made me think of uh I think it was like episode three when we were planning to record that. He didn't respond for so long that I had to ask one of our friends if they had contacted him within the last couple of yeah, days. Yeah, Alex, did. Alex, if you're listening, you remember that. Yeah, because he texted me. You uh, you texted me, I guess, on a Thursday, and it was like a Saturday morning, and you were like, and and Alex texted me, he was like, hey, "Have you talked to Jordan at all?" Uh, he was looking for you because I guess he texted you a few days ago and you never answered. And I was like, "Oh shit, no, I didn't." I literally thought he was dead. Luckily, the, I, I believe you explained it to me after. I think this was the time that you like fell asleep mid response and just that may have been you it. just woke up and were like, "What the fuck happened?" Like you just you had no idea what was going on. I, so I respect that. What I had, what I think I had did was I started responding to the message, got distracted with something else, and then fell asleep, <laughs> and I never finished texting. So. Anyway, secret he has narcolepsy. <laughs> uh basically, yeah. Uh if I'm if I'm not sleeping, I'm working. If I'm not working, I'm sleeping. And if you're not sleeping, you're dead. Uh inside that's the anyway. Hope, at least. <laughs> so how you been, Chris? How things been? Um you know, busy. Yeah. I've been a busy boy. I've been working, I've been collegeing. <laughs> Sure sounds like you're getting your money's worth, that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that shit's great, man. I like uh, paying full price for uh, to sit in a Zoom call. Wow, yeah. <laughs> when you word it like that, that's sad. I pay, my tuition is like, granted, I don't pay full price. I have some scholarships and stuff. But full price for tuition is like 39 grand. Wow. <laughs> and I pay that to sit in a Zoom class. Zoom call. So you, essentially what you're telling me is a Zoom class to me is you, you might as well just like look up a YouTube video on the concept. Uh, essentially, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, they're all recorded too, so I don't technically even have to show up. Yeah. It's just if I don't show up, I'm going to get slack from the professor. Yeah. And then you get on the bad side and then there's exactly. no, they don't cut you any slack at there's all. Already, <laughs> there's already one of my classes that I've been um, like two or three minutes late to. A couple times uh, because I was asleep before the class. <laughs> because I have I have an 8 a.m. class, so I go to the 8 a.m. class because it's an in-person class. My only in-person class. And then I get home and I have just a gap between, you know, like 9.45 
and 12.30 when I have class. So I just like... Sleep. Yeah. What do I do with my time? I sleep because I gotta get the Z's somewhere. I sleep like shit at the night, in the night, so... Yeah, so yeah. kind of compensating there. Exactly. So, so what did this teacher blacklist you now? <laughs> no, no, no. He just, he, I don't think he even acknowledged it. Oh, really? Okay, that's good at least. I did make a point to tell him that I was there, though. Yeah, he's probably just happy he's making full salary to be at his computer all day. Yeah, you know? at his house. At, at his house with his dog, if he has one. His cat, if he has one. Yeah, I don't know. Wife, if she's still around. <laughs> we should probably be careful, because what if your school hears this? What if they, man? Chris, I'm I'm gonna text them and he's gonna be like, yeah, uh, can't respond in jail. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. They, nah school, school don't do that. Nah, they'll just be like, they'll probably just label me some kind of bigot or something <laughs> and kick me out. Yeah, I'm not a, I don't hate anyone, right? I I only hate people because I know them, not because of arbitrary facts. Like, yeah. for example. I hate Jordan because I know him. I, I hate his stupid mustache. <laughs> can we can we tell the story about the Galaxy Fold for a minute? Oh, you yeah. can tell it. You're way better at it. So the, re- uh, the reason this mustache comment means something to us is about to be explained. If you couldn't tell. So senior year of high school, uh, the Galaxy Fold gets announced, and in math class we got there early. And uh, we were discussing the Galaxy Fold, and I was talking about how stupid it is. And Jordan was like, well, you know, it's it's good. I probably would get one if it was cheaper, um, and I have a use case for it. I, I like it. And I go, well, <laughs> I go, well, your use case is stupid. And he looks back, he goes, well, your face is stupid. I go, your mustache is stupid. And we just got in a big, big row our math teacher was, like, kind of watching us. And... Yeah. Well, that's the best part. We sat directly across from our math teacher's desk, and we just both <laughs> simultaneously turn. Here's, keep in mind, this guy's, like, what was he, like, 70? He's, like, 70-something. He, he had retired, like, three times. He's 70-something. So, to him, he's, like, folding phone. Why would you want a flip phone? And we're, we're like, no, 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 like, modern folding phone. It folds a uh, uh, hot dog. Not yeah. Hamburger. Yeah. So this guy has zero. I granted, genius guy. Love the guy. He knows a lot of shit. Actual genius, like yeah. math wizard. But he knows nothing about cell phones. So he's looking at us like, "What are these two assholes fighting about a folding <laughs> phone in my class?" It's like, what? Yeah, it was we just were, the funniest. Shit. We were fighting about it. It was. It was fun. It was. Yeah, it was a good time. And he was. Uh, he was a good sport about it. Cause I mean, we didn't. We didn't break anything. We didn't scream. Like it, you know. Yeah. We did it respectfully, and he actually himself found it a little funny. Like, so. if I wasn't in class, I probably would have shit with the chair at Jordan. But... <laughs> well, I'm glad I know that. I think I'm going to leave, guys. I fear for my life. I mean, I got a chair right here. Oh, know? shit. I have your cat. He's sniffing me. I don't like it. Yeah, he does that. That's all he does, really. He sniffs. Sniffs, yeah. So he sniffs and he screams. So if you ever hear... Uh, so he's a coke addict. <laughs> essentially, yeah. If you ever hear screaming in the background or directly into the mic, it's because of my cat. Well, I left that part in the last episode, so he if did, you've seen the did. last episode, yeah, that scream <laughs> was a cat. <laughs> yeah, he was in my lap, and I had him, and then all of a sudden, he needed to be out of there as soon as possible, so he screamed at me and jumped out of my hands. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame him. I would scream if I was in your big, big meaty paws. You my big ogre hands. <laughs> oh, man. So what's, what's your first story, huh? You got any funny ones? Uh, yeah, actually. I've been working on two videos concurrently 
for my main channel. See, I'm the motivator. Two concurrent videos, um, which are kind of in tandem. One, I bought a, a network switch, a 50-port network switch. Or I use 52-port, technically, but the f there's four of them that are uplinks. So I had to configure the network switch. That's a video. Um, so last night, I was sitting there. I was doing the network switch thing. I was doing a video, and I had wrapped up the video. I'd gotten the network switch working. Uh, actually genuinely baffled at how well and how little you know resistance I ran into with it it was um, actually a very smooth process and really no issues which I was befuddled by so then as if on cue I ended my video and I was like I was on the network switch right I was fully connected to it I was on the internet doing my thing all of a sudden nothing oh no no connection whatsoever i was like oh well it's i must have just fucked something up with the switch unplugged from the switch turn wireless back on tried to connect to my wireless eventually i connected and uh nothing i was huh. able to connect but i wasn't able to pull any actual internet you know off yeah um what had happened at this point, I was like, oh, Christ, I messed something up. Because this is a, a PoE switch, so it does power over Ethernet. So I was like, I must have messed something up with power over Ethernet. I must have just fried my router somehow. Yeah, what, what does the power over Ethernet mean? Essentially, it's um, when you run like remote network devices like, uh, like cameras or uh, access points or something. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to plug them into a wall. It just gets all its power from the Ethernet port. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so there's no actual power in it comes from that port. Exactly. From your standard RJ45 exactly. or whatever. Yeah, so it, that it makes sense. goes to the, and and it's like a 48-volt signal or something like that. Yeah. Um. So I was like, I must have burned something with my router. Yeah, like backfed like or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then my dad comes down. And he's <laughs> like, hey, what's going on? The, the TV stopped working. Oh, like, no. Oh, Christ. <laughs> You're over here thinking you I burnt up like, the whole fucking network. I was network. like, I totally just broke my connection from the cable company, didn't I? I uh, <laughs> Turns out there was an outage in the area. But the timing was so convenient that I was like, I broke something. I did that something is, bad. That's intense. Yeah. I um, But there was an outage. So last night I had to sit. Um, with no internet, but I did get to bed early, so I will say that. There you go. That's the key to um, good sleep. <laughs> I did get to bed early. Early for me, it was like 11.30, but I had no internet connection, so uh, luckily I did have some uh, old YouTube content that I had downloaded onto my machine, onto my computer, so I could watch that, and I played a couple games. Uh, I tried to play Control. Interesting thing about Control don't tell me it's always online. It is always online. I didn't know that. I, I, I am upset. tried to boot into it with no internet connection, and I, you just get an infinite loading screen. Oh, God. It's a single-player game. Uh, holy singular. Not even a single multiplayer aspect. Exactly. Um, I was going to play Hitman 2, but... I need um, to get back in Not Hitman 2, but Hitman as, as well. well. Okay. Um, because I never finished the first one. I have both. Mm -hmm. But I never finished the first one. Um, so I was going to play that, but since I couldn't connect to the internet, I couldn't get my cloud saves. So 
it couldn't sync my data, so I would have to restart the game. Yeah. So I, like, nah, I'm not Yeah, because I remember the, the Hitman games, the new ones were online mostly now, where it does cloud saves yeah, and a bunch yeah. of other shit with score units. But, uh, but I... I ended up. I did play uh, BeamNG Drive. Oh, that game's fun. Bit. I played that. I destroyed some cars. That was fun. I've been meaning to hook up my steering wheel and pedals to that game. Um, I feel like that I'm would be enjoyable. I'm trying to work on it. It's a bit more of a faff on Linux. Like yeah, I can, yeah. Is. I'd imagine the peripherals might be a little bit of an issue for um, Linux. But I'm working on it. I didn't really work on it that much, and obviously I didn't have an internet connection, so I couldn't install any software to make it work. So. Um, you know, uh, and then I played Polybridge for like an hour. Polybridge is another fun game. I like Polybridge. It's fun. Uh, my strat is just make a lot of triangles. Uh, I was just gonna say triangles. Just make yeah. any, uh, anywhere you can see that there could possibly be a triangle, make that. That made sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Triangle strong shape. Oh. Uh, I do have another thing, another interesting thing. Okay. Uh, but I don't know if I want to bring it up just yet. Uh, do you have a story you want to tell? Because I don't want to talk for like the first hour of the podcast. Yeah, I can tell one. It's uh, related to gaming. Um, so it'll kind of flow gaming. with what you just said. We're a gaming show now. <laughs> Gamers rise up, baby. I just looked. I just looked towards and made a face at a camera that we don't even have. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I did see that. You you do miss. By this being an audio-only show, you do miss a lot of visual comedy, unfortunately. But the way it... Yeah, like Chris's stupid face. <laughs> the way it's edited, um, it would be just awful to watch a video version of it. That's true. Um, but, yeah, so have you heard of Among Us? It's kind of blowing up on Twitch and live streaming. I've heard so much about it, and I don't know pretty much anything. It's supposed to be like a TTT kind of deal, right? Yeah, Trouble in Terrorist Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's exactly like that. Um, where it's like one person's an imposter, right? So depending on, um, there's a lot of settings you can change, but the, the average setting is that there's 10 players, two imposters. Okay. Um, the imposters will typically try to blend in doing tasks because the, the crewmates have tasks. So you might go up to like a uh, download station, download some data. You have to stand there for like whatever, 10 seconds. Then you travel to another area to upload that data. And, and in the, this meantime, the imposters are supposed to be picking people off one by yeah, one. Yeah, so it is basically TTT. Yeah. Um, and when an imposter pits someone off, the dead body remains, and people, the imposter themselves can do this, but you can report the body, and then you have to kind of discuss who you think is the killer and vote. You can skip vote, but what happens is if there's two imposters, when there gets down to two imposters, two survivors, the imposters automatically win because they so, can just kill. So essentially, it's just... Um... It is a bit more advanced because you do have that voting mechanism, yeah. where uh, as on TTT, you just it's like, kill them. You just fire. You shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. Um, at least in my experience. Yeah. Um, same thing with uh, murderer, Gmod murderer. Yeah, that one. Um, that was that's a yeah. That's my uh, my experience with that sort of business. Yeah, it's um it's an incredibly fun game. Honestly, the biggest thing about it though is um. Get a group of 10 friends, and it's even more enjoyable, because you can all hop in a Discord, dead players mute, everyone's muted until they call a meeting, and it, it just makes it obviously way more fun. I don't even have 10 friends, dude. I don't even have three. So. <laughs> well, right, let me think. you got me, you have obviously your girlfriend's probably your friend. Yeah, she doesn't like me at all. Uh, you got your cat. He, he only wants food. 
Yeah, but I could he, probably convince him to play Among Us. He is a big lad. <laughs> I, big I could probably lad. convince him. Oh, speaking of big lad, I got to show you. I found a photo of him, a rare, spe- a rare specimen of him when he was three. So he's skinny so boy. So he was skinny? Yeah. He's yeah. skinny boy. If, uh, if we remember... Or if I guess if Jordan remembers. Oh, I got this. You know uh, I will. You put a uh, put a uh, picture of your cat Oscar up on the uh, up look, on the machine. Look at Skinny Boy. Oh my God! Put little Oscar up there too. Oh, I'm He's gonna so put that tiny. in this. <laughs> he looks like a he looks like a loaf of bread. He looks like a sausage roll. Hey, he's just trying to fit in. Um, but yeah, so so back to Among Us. The reason I brought it up. So. I've been watching a lot of streamers play it, and I was like, yeah, you know what? There, it's $5 on Steam, and I was like, there's a free mobile oh, app five version. Bucks? Yeah, and there's a free mobile app oh, version. Oh, shit, I might as well buy it then. So I bought it on Steam so that I could play on um, like my desktop or my girlfriend's laptop, and we both have it on mobile, so we were playing together. Um, it's cross-platform, too, so someone on mobile can play oh, cool. with people on PC. But uh, we're playing, right? Um, trying to be somewhat as vague as possible. Her name is Letsy, right? Um we get into a lobby, and there's this other character whose name is Letsy, but with two Ys. So we all start kind of memeing around, making jokes about how um, she's the Faith Letsy and this, that, the other thing. And essentially why I brought this up is by the end of the night, it devolved into this other Letsy that is not my girlfriend vote-kicking my girlfriend because she wanted me alone because she added she wants to be friends with me. Um, and her sister was asking if I was dating anybody in the middle of this lobby. That's terrifying, actually. Now, before I proceed, my girlfriend was there the whole time. She watched all the communications, and she she was okay with it, okay? I we bet she watched it like a hawk. I, I think so. Don't. <laughs> I didn't just, like, go, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm leaving the game and, like, go hide in the bathroom. No. Um, yeah, she was there. It was kind of just us trying to see where this would go because it was funny as shit. Well, obviously, yeah. And essentially how it ended is they want me to join a Discord server with them and play the game with them. It's a hard no, Chief. Um, and apparently now I'm friends with the girl on um, Steam. So oh. she has a Twitch, and I told her, I'd, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll pop into your Twitch from time to time, and yeah, uh, I'll, we'll, I'll, we'll play sometime. I'll tier three sub. I don't care. But uh, let me tell you, it was one of the funniest experiences I've had in a long time. That's awkward. That's, like, part of the reason why I, like, I really don't like public multiplayer in <laughs> any fashion. Yeah. Genuinely. I avoid it at all costs. The only exceptions were, like, Overwatch and if I play, like, Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I do play somewhat frequently. Modern Warfare? Yeah. You should let me know because I've been playing it more lately. I've, I've gotten uh, into it again. I haven't played it lately, but... If you do... I have played it... Uh, I did play it frequently at one point in time. Yeah. Yeah, I started playing it again. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, like, one of the more fun Call of Duty games that I've played yeah, in the last honestly, few years. It, it is um, definitely more fun than I expected. Yeah. It's a pretty it's a pretty decent game. There's a lot of imbalances with weapons, but you kind of get that when you have this grand scheme, well, massive yeah. game. But uh, I don't like the install size. I installed it because I, I had raged <laughs> and uninstalled it a few, like, months ago that's a that's a 206 gigabytes yeah that's that's a multi-hour mistake right there <laughs> yeah well here's the good thing remember how i just recently upgraded my internet for uh, oh, you virtual have gigabit now yeah well no i'm still at the 600 megabit uh megabit oh. but it did take about an hour or so i think i think it was about an hour um but comcast won't let me downgrade those bastards they, they locked me in with my damn higher priced internet wow sons, sons of bitches 
You're at 600 meg permanently now. Yeah, that's um, it. I'm stuck. You, you can go 600 meg or you can go a gig. That's well, it. Well, gig ain't even an option anymore. I decided. I was like, oh, two bucks more, I'll go to gig. They won't even let me do it. <laughs> they won't let you go to gig. No, the option went away. That's actually really upsetting. I'm very upset. That's but, upsetting. uh, honestly, fuck Comcast. <laughs> I'm over it. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. I had an internet, no internet for multiple hours last See? night. What the hell, guys? Uh, what I'm assuming had happened is someone probably, like, rammed into a pole. Yeah, and, they probably and... wrapped themselves and their vehicle around a pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd, like, turned into paste in the vehicle. <laughs> um,. <laughs> you know, but, you know, I can't even really be uh, respectful about them uh, because they got rid of my internet for multiple hours. So inconsiderate, am I right? Actually, really inconsiderate. You know, if you're going to wrap yourself around a pole, do it, you know, somewhere not near me, right? Yeah. Uh, do it, like, three towns over. Yeah, I was going to say, go to, like, East Guam and just do it there. Exactly, exactly. Like, go to, like, Nebraska and do it. <laughs> Go. No, you know what you do? I can assure you, I can assure you 100% I will never, ever be in the state of Nebraska. No? I can assure you. I say they just go to Canada where everything's made of maple syrup and snow. So that way they don't die. They crash into one of the snow banks. They well, okay, get that, lost for hours, that, for days. That might kill them. <laughs> years even. It's like um The Revenant, but instead it's all in an, it's all in an igloo. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, that was my experience with Among Us. It's a great game. I wish I had more friends to actually play it with uh, that were friends that we could all, you know, maybe not flirt with each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. Um, if that imposter, let's see. Uh, the biggest thing was, I had mentioned this, but the biggest thing about it was they, they turned on my girlfriend and, like, wow, banned dude. her from the server. That was the wow, weird part. Wow, dude. They did everything in their power to isolate her. That's, um, that's weird. So if this other let's see shows up... Uh, or listens to she's this. gonna show up to your house, dude. <laughs> she's gonna come in wearing my girlfriend's face, like she's on gonna... a piece of paper. Just, <laughs> I'd be like, wait a minute, something's not right she's here. She's gonna kick in your door and uh, <laughs> and get you. My cat's gonna be like, wait a minute, this ain't her. What the fuck? Something ain't right here. I'm not gonna do anything about it, but something ain't right here. <laughs> Honestly. I would pay her to do that just for just for the shits and giggles of it. That would be funny as hell. It's like that scene from the first Deadpool where he takes his mask off and he has that oh, yeah. piece of paper with, uh, oh, what's his face? I don't know his name, but his face on him. Oh, it's so funny. When he first shows his girlfriend his ugly-ass avocado-looking head. Yeah. Oh, I love Deadpool. But, uh, that was a, I, I only saw the first one, but I, I really liked it. Oh, it was incredible. I can't wait for like sequels or something. You have, uh, you have another story to tell? Yeah, so um, I finally got a response. Uh, I finally got my account activated with Shadow PC. Ooh, yeah. How'd that go? Um, interesting. Um, okay. Partially because I'm an idiot. Okay, that but, made sense. Um, and partially because my internet connection at work is balls. It's well, terrible. Well, yeah. Makes um, sense. Enterprise internet. Yeah, we pay for like enterprise internet. It's not cheap. Yeah, but yet it's slower than, like, home internet. Yeah, exactly. It's actually, like, I would say not even a third, probably, like, a tenth of the speed I have at my house. Well, I feel like the thing with enterprise internet is they go for, like, multi-device more so than speed. Yeah, granted, yeah, we do run, like, uh, Hundreds. we do run, like, 200 devices yeah. off that internet connection, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway. Fuck enterprise internet. <laughs> but, I did get the the... 
Shadow PC. I got it installed. Um, it does. There is an AUR package, so any you know, all six Arch Linux users, we can. Uh, you can run it. There's an AUR package. I would recommend the beta version just because I've had more luck with that. Yeah. Um. So what had happened was I had the launcher installed. It took hours because it had to like compile uh, part of the launcher. One of the dependencies had to be built from source. And uh, I was doing it on my laptop, which, you know, it's beginning to show its age when it comes to compiling programs like that. Yeah. Um, so I got that installed. And when you first log in on a device, you have to authenticate your device, which makes sense. They just send you an email and you punch in the code and you're good to go. That authenticator screen wasn't showing up for me. Really? It wasn't. So I couldn't authenticate my device. And I tried a bunch of other stuff. I even tried manually reinstalling all the dependencies and, yeah. you know, enabling different repositories to make sure something works. Are you throwing stuff? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm just making a mess. Okay. You know how it is. Yep. Uh, so I was trying to figure out what was going on. And I was looking it up. I couldn't find any answers. Uh, turns out... Um, the only thing I didn't do, which is the thing I should have done first, is restart my computer. Okay. So I ran a reboot, and then it was fine. Nice. Uh, but <laughs> I did have it installed on my desktop. I haven't played any games on it yet, just because I was going to try yesterday, but my internet shit the bed. So See, see guys, so now... Remember those death threats? If you really were curious about Shadow PC, blame Comcast for this one. Yeah. That's the new thing. Um, I probably will talk about it on my main channel at some point. Yeah. Um, because I got it Friday. It was activated Friday. Last night I didn't have internet, so I didn't do anything. But Friday, what I ended up doing the whole time was installing Red Dead 2. Just on to see, uh, like, Shadow PC? Yeah, just to like really stress Push it. it you yeah. Know? Um, do, you, do you spec... Like a PC on there? It Essentially, you pay like a certain fee a month. You can do like fourteen ninety nine a month, nineteen ninety nine a month, or like twenty nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. And you get... I have the lowest tier one. Um, and it's like... A, you get f four cores, eight threads. Hmm. T 12 gigs of RAM and a GTX 1080 equivalent. Okay. Um, which is essentially because they do run uh, servers, like with virtualization, um, to do, I think the process is called PCIe bifurcation, where they split their GPUs into multiple GPUs for multiple machines so to use. So you take like one really high end and make it exactly. many lower end? Like with CPUs, there's no issue, but with GPUs, you have to use Quadros. From yeah, yeah, for servers. The I was actually G just looking at Quadros, funny the enough. The GeForce ones don't support it. Um, I think you can do it. I don't know why you would want to, but I think you can do it with NVIDIA Tesla cards um, and whatever the replacements are. Yeah. I forget what they're called. Um, but regardless, yeah, you have to... They, they use like Quadro P5000s or something. Yeah. Um, which are very expensive cards. Yeah, isn't it like... Is, is that the one that I saw that was like five grand? Or is that the uh, P6000? 
I'm not sure, but usually like starting price for a quadro is like five grand. Jesus, yeah, that's uh, that's obviously a lot of money. I was I was just looking at quadros because I'm waiting to for the 3080 to go live. Goes live September 17th, so I've just been like periodically checking, and I I happen to be looking at um all of their stuff, and yeah, quadros are not cheap. No, but the the interesting thing is um. They have it. The quadros are at an interesting place in the market, because like base quadros are like. A lot of quadros aren't really much better than the Titan cards that are out. Really. Um. They just have a lot more VRAM, so that. Yeah, I I did Essentially, that. what you would need, a quadro for is like anything you need, forty eight gigs of VRAM for. Yeah. Like, well, I like. Know, yeah, that's. Like animation, I guess. Yeah, something like that. Some sort of like software rendering. Yeah. 3D rendering. A Quadro RTX 6000 is $4,000, by the way. Four grand. Yeah, if you step it up to the, I guess what I would assume is their newest best, the RTX 8000, it's 5500 That's a small price to pay for a graphic card. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, the way I look at it is if this is something that'll be like return on investment for you, 5500 isn't that large of an investment for certain you know certain purposes but the thing with gpus is they don't hold their value well that's what i was going to say was this i feel like would be good for someone who knows they can make back that money in a short period of time because like like you just said they don't hold their value for long yeah something stretch like, that out over five years you get something like the people who buy those are like pixar you know like yeah people who need like real animation done yeah, and um, I'm sure they make more than five thousand for every movie, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'd hope so. I'm fairly certain the guy who actually names the movies makes like eight hundred k a year. So damn, bro, I, I, I would do that <laughs> job. <laughs> um, but anyway, I did get the Shadow PC. I will be talking about it more. The latency actually isn't that bad. No, I was you able didn't to, notice anything. I was able to stream video to it. Really? Um, so you get network latency. And Bluetooth latency. Mm-hmm. So with that double layer of latency, I didn't really notice anything odd with it. Where's the Bluetooth latency from streaming your video? Like off YouTube, you're saying? Or? Well, with the audio. It can be slightly oh, out with, of sync. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying with um, the audio. Just okay. because I, I wear Bluetooth headphones. Yeah, that's what I was curious about was because I, I for some reason I was thinking of like mouse and keyboard latency Bluetooth. I was like no, oh, I guess you do get an extra layer of latency because I do have a wireless mouse. Yeah, so so even there, I mean, that's kind of impressive if you're not noticing significant latency with, like, three possible layers. But it's actually, yeah, it's not that bad. I'm going to test some games on it um, and see how it goes. Yeah, I'd imagine it'll be all right for if it, you know, is consistent for single-player games. I can see where you might run into issues for sure with, like, try playing Modern Warfare multiplayer. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of impressive. That's cool. Yeah. I, I'm interested to hear about that. It's yeah, it's definitely um, there's definitely something interesting about it. Um, yeah, but I'm just you know not 100 percent sure like how it'll hold up. You know. Yeah, honestly. But uh, you know, I'm actually pretty excited. You're you're familiar with Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Uh, yes, I was familiar with it when it got originally released. Yeah, but PS4. I never played it or like saw a ton of gameplay for it. Yeah, so when it came out on PS4, I had played it. I played maybe eight hours of it, seven hours, and then I just kind of never played it again. It was just one of those things where I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. But at the time, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, I was, like, totally not into RPGs in by any means. Um, and it's an RPG. It's a big open-world RPG. 
similar to like the King of the Witcher 3. Um, I would say The Witcher 3 probably has a bit more to it, for sure. A bit more dynamic, but it's to, it's to that kin. Um, so, it released on PC, like, back in July, I think it was. Sometime in July. Can you verify that? Uh, I will verify. August 7th. For PC, 2020? Yeah. Okay, so Chris just verified. It was actually, I was thinking late July. It was actually early August. August 7th it released. So, wow, that was a bad launch of the game. Um technical issues galore i mean i have a i have a 2070 super with an i9 and 32 gigs of ram and i ran the thing at like 40 fps on like medium settings when it specifically says medium settings are the settings the ps4 used which ran it at 30 um so i was a little disappointed well more than a little disappointed mostly because steam does that two uh hour refund window the game ran fine for like two and a half hours Uh. i played two and a half hours and then i just hit a performance brick wall (laughs) Where I was just stuck in a town getting 7 to 8 FPS. Um, biggest disappointment. Finally, I saw they were updating it. Booted it up, I think it was yesterday or Friday. And it runs well enough. I mean, it's not still up to where I'd think. It runs at like a steady, a steady 60. Which is fine for me for now. And uh, now that I can actually play the game for a while, I'm like 13 hours in. It's a very fun game. Mm. It's an awesome game. I'm looking now. I see... Uh... On Proton DB, it is borked currently. Uh, so Linux guys, unfortunately, you know, it will not run. Yeah. Through Proton. Uh, that's but the most recent report was a week ago. So if it updated like yesterday. Like, yeah, I think it was Thursday something or changed. something like that. So they have fixed a lot of it. I'm not even when you say Linux guys are screwed. I don't even know if the game is like built for Linux. I don't know. Well, that's the whole point of Proton. Pro- Proton lets you play like non-Linux games. Yeah. On... Okay. Like so... that's how I've been playing Control. Oh, really? Which is, a, yeah. I believe, is a platinum for this. Yeah. They basically rated like platinum, you know, gold, silver, bronze, yeah. forked. Yeah. So it it just doesn't run on Linux. Okay. Yeah. But um, at least for me on Windows, it uh, it runs well enough now. Granted, like I said, it's not as high as I would expect it for my high-end computer, but. It's a really good game, and I kind of wish I hadn't fallen off of it on the PS4. The main reason I wanted to play it, to be honest, is because Horizon 2 was already announced for PS5. So, you know, you got to play the first one. It's a direct continuation. So, I'm excited for that. Um, I just wanted to bring that up because I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. And Tell Me Why, which I had mentioned to you a little bit, Chris, but uh, Tell Me Why is made by Don't Nod, the same people who made like Vampire, uh, Life is Strange, Life is Strange 2, you know, all that. Um... Very good game. Very intriguing. Uh, I will say there is a political message with the game. It's well, kind of the point. I mean, that's kind of what you get with... Um, they had that, like, kind of sprinkled into Life is Strange. Yeah. Um, and I know in the second one, I only played the first episode, but there Same. was definitely, like... There Some was, sort of charge there. There was a political charge to it, which... Generally, I don't really mind unless it's, like... In your face. Super out there and super in your face. Yeah. Like, you know, if it's... (laughs) You know, just if you're going to make a game and you're going to make it political, just don't make it ridiculous, you know? Yeah, like over the top. When I say this game has, like, a a standpoint, um, I'm specifically referring to the fact that one one of the main characters, because the story takes place with two twins Mm -hmm. who are... uh, come from obviously the same family and they have this ability to communicate in their mind with each other okay um some events happen where they're separated for like 10 years 
And now when they come back together to go to their old family home, they kind of learn that not only can they hear each other's thoughts, talk to each other, but they can see things that the other one sees so they can focus on a memory and relive it together. Um, okay. It's a really cool premise, really awesome story, but the reason I bring it up is the one of the main characters is transgender. That oh. that gets thrown around a lot, and then there's a lot of scenes where like they'll have these old redneck guys like, oh, what are you, one of them transvestites? And the game yeah. really like... They're like it's a very like stereotypical kind of anti. Yes, um, I gotcha. And they they very clearly express their message of like how you should treat someone who is transgender. Which and I will say I will say they do a really good job of it. I think is an inherently decent message. Absolutely. Um, just because you know I don't want to make a political grandstand, but like I, I just feel like maybe you should respect people in general. Yeah, I mean, regardless I, I agree of what with they you. are. Yeah, and I will say, from what I've played of the game, I'm about three and a half hours in. I don't even think I'm done with the first chapter. There's three chapters. Um, the game actually came out August 27th, but they released chapter one, then chapter two, I think, September 4th, and chapter three, September 10th. So I bought it on the 11th to just play oh, all of them together. They did it quick, then. Yeah, they didn't do it like Life is Strange. They did it where they just, they kind of kept that formula, but they just decided to make it quick, which I thought was kind of dumb. Because the whole point of like Life is Strange was to be that episodic, versus this was like, why was it episodic? Yeah. You know, it was kind of unnecessary, but that's why I just waited until the tenth, bought it the eleventh, and now I have the full game, and it does a fantastic job so far. Like I, there's not been a single point where like that that message that they try to send, where I'm just like, okay, you can you can calm down. Like it all honestly made sense, and I think they do a really great job at showing it. Like like the whole scene I had just mentioned about that. Um. I genuinely felt like I was in that scene, and I was like, ooh, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. That doesn't sound right, you jerk. Like, you know, it, it really does a good job of evoking the right feelings and not just being like, hey, if you say this, you're an asshole. Like, no, it it tells you why you should not say this. Yeah, it's more of like, it's... See, my bottom line with things like that is, like, usually people on that sort of end of the spectrum politically... Um, are very, like, they can be, like, anti-free speech. They're like, you can't say this. You yep. cannot. It's less of explaining me why I shouldn't and more of telling me I cannot, yeah. which I don't like. Which, exactly, and, yeah, that's a good point of, that's a good way to put it, is they're not, the game doesn't really tell you you can't say this. It it's gives you saying, valid like, this is reason. What you, this is what you look like when you say this. You just look like a prick. Yeah, like, like this, the scene I'm referring to, essentially, like, the rebuttal that the transgender character has is very, very good. Like, you get to pit the rebuttal, but both options are good. And, like, the option I pit, the character says, well, I'm just being who I am on the inside. Yeah. Like, and that's the truth of it, you know? This isn't something... That, something like this should not be politically charged in any way. Like, there should be no argument about transgender. Like, it should just be equality. So the game does a great job of really showing you that, and that, I mm. highly recommend it for that. And really? commend it. And... Keep in mind, I'm only in the first chapter, so who knows? The game could take a total turn and <laughs> and just be this complete asinine thing, but it has very positive Steam reviews, um, and it's made by People Made Life is Strange, like I said, which they're pretty good with telling stories. Pretty damn good. Yeah, and I actually, uh, I really liked um, Life is Strange. Yeah, I did too. I liked the first one. I Like you said, I, I only played the first episode of the second one, which I, I do need to get back I into because it was very good. Yeah, I only did play the first episode of the second one. Um, all the episodes are out now. Yeah, um, they've been out for a while. But I played the first one and I played Before the Storm, and I liked both of them. They were very good. Yeah, 
I, I played the first one on mobile. I had played it on PC and never finished it. I replayed it on mobile. That was very good. And then I went to play Before the Storm on mobile, but they changed their control scheme where it's like a tap-to-move thing instead of a virtual joystick. Oh, that's So weird. I just don't play it. <laughs> but um, I do need to play it because yeah. I do love the universe and the characters. Before and the Storm it's a good game. kind of... It, um, it's less like you don't have that like supernatural aspect of it. But yeah, it's it, just, like, it just fills in the story. It just gaps. kind of shows you what happened before the game obviously so yeah it's yeah i love uh don't nod games even like vampire i had played um i got that free recently from uh well i say free i got it from uh humble choice recently yeah i i like it it's a good game i i you know i'm not super into that type of game so for what it what it is it's pretty good um i just personally am not super into that style of game so i've only played a couple hours of it and left it one thing I did want to say about Tell Me Why, not sure if this is something that'll be fixed in, um, in like updates, but like the dialogue between characters is great. Like there's emotional scenes that you really are just like, damn, that that sucks. But I'm not gonna lie, some of the uh, voice, um, what is it, uh, lip sync and the animations are a little bit rough, as uh, is with Life is, I mean, uh, with Don't Nod Games. That's just kind of how they are. They're a smaller studio. Yeah, they obviously, like, can't hand-animate every single scene. Yeah, so some of the animations are a little bit eh, but I think from what I've played, the story, the characters are very likable, the story, and uh, honestly, the environments. The game is beautiful. It takes place in Alaska, so you get that nice, rich, snowy look, beautiful sunset, stuff like that. It's beautiful, so it's a really good game, and I do recommend it, and it's not full price. It's not like a $60 game, which none of the Don't Nod Beside Vampire are. Um that price so they're like it's a 30 dollar game well i'm fairly certain Vam- vampire was like I think it was 50. 50 yeah it was 50 so. vampire so yeah. i would give it a shot if you have the uh option it's on pc and xbox one it's a very good game though i i respect what it does i respect the hustle oh not bad not bad so we record we recorded more of the episode but we 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 need we remembered that we need to include this before in this this whole story time segment that we're doing currently so this is future future so this is the future this is the future um just talk about an update on my story from last week was uh when we just thrashed my radio (laughs) in his car yeah in his Um, manual car in my in my volkswagen um i somewhat somewhat unjanked it um so in the pictures we showed last week was uh, you could see that there was the radio and then underneath was just a hole in the dash. Um, I did fix that sort of. Um, and I did mention that it doesn't uh, automatically turn off when I open the door or whatever. And, uh, and that was not that big of a deal. I could turn it off. But what was happening was even though I turned it off, my Bluetooth was still connecting to it for some reason. Oh, you hadn't told me this part. That kind of made sense. Maybe that button just shuts off like the display and Maybe. the inputs. I so, mean, I, yeah. The... What I ended up doing was I cut a piece of plywood, like quarter-inch plywood, the same size. I painted it black, and I glued it into place with a hot glue gun, as usual, you know. And then At least it wasn't duct tape. And then what I ended up doing was I searched through my wares to find a nice clicky uh push button switch was not a momentary push button like it's an on off push button toggle push button um and i wired the power to that switch so now 
I, I have a manual power cutoff, so it just cuts off the 12 volt to the radio. Yeah, so, I mean, it looks good. It's jank because it's not OEM, but it looks good. It looks okay. Um, the only issue that had happened was I drilled the hole for the button um, after, like, right after I painted it. So, um, there is dust embedded in the paint. Yeah, because it was it was rattle can paint, but like it, regardless, it takes like, you know, it it takes a few hours to fully like actually dry. And I did, you know, it was windy and it was warm, so like I did one coat. I waited maybe five minutes, and then I did another one. Yeah. So, I mean, there's areas that could have been improved, but but I think it looks pretty good. I got it. I got it done. And it works. Um, the wiring job I did was very janky, though, because I didn't feel like soldering it. So it's just wrapped there and just wrapped with electrical tape. Makes sense. That's usually the solution. It's fine. But, but it uh, works. Yeah. I mean, hey, if it works, and like I said, it, on the surface, it doesn't look too bad. So you'll see the photos. I'll throw it up. Yep. So that was that. Was that. that was. I just wanted to tell that story, how I unjanked the Volkswagen radio. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Improvements, baby, improvements. Yep, that's me, Mr. Fix-It. Talking about Xbox. Yeah, I actually... Xboxes. You know what's funny? Totally did not plan that side way. That's, that's a funny, that's a funny one right there. Yeah, yeah new Xboxes, you know. The, uh, <laughs> I will say, I'll say this, I despise, I hate the Xbox naming scheme. Yeah. Why did they choose to do it that way? Um, <laughs> beats me. They did the Xbox, do like the Xbox One, or like do the Xbox, the Xbox Two, the Xbox Three. Um, you know, it just doesn't make sense. And now it's confusing. It's like the Series X. It's well, stupid. Well, here's the problem, right? This is what you have from the last generation to this generation. So from 2013 to now, you have the Xbox One, the Xbox One S, the Xbox One X. Then you have the Xbox Series X, and then the Xbox Series S. Yeah. They just threw just, Series in there, and they're confusing. all vastly different consoles. It's not even remotely similar between Series X and Xbox One X. They're completely different generations of hardware. Yeah. So, that's the problem. That's why a lot of people gave flack when the PlayStation 5 was announced, and the logo was literally just PS and the number 5. That's well, how yeah. all the logos have been. Though. Wow, it's it's almost like now I know exactly what I'm buying and what I'm looking at without having to worry about it. Yeah, they definitely have that on lock. Like, they, you know, PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. It makes yeah. sense. Like, they kind of got a little janky with the PS4 Pro, but at least that was it. There was well, nothing yeah, it was else. PS4 Pro. Or they, I guess they had the Slim. That's true. But, but they had that with the PS3 as well, yeah. right? And the PS2. Yeah. So uh, the, well, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think the PS4 Slim was... One of them, it was either PS3 or PS4, was the only one that it was a separate console. All the other ones were just kind of like mid-generations, like iterations. Same with uh, the Xbox 360. They had the original white one, and then they had the slim, which and it was the black the one. The small black one, yeah. So, uh, yeah. The slim, the Xbox 360 slim was weird, because you could buy a 4 gig version. Yeah, I know. 4 gigs of storage. That's crazy. That's whack, honestly. That is so I That just doesn't seem right to me. But yeah, Series X. We, we've known about it for a while. Um, we didn't really have too much, I don't think, on Spets until recently. Um, but now the Series S. Man, I'm telling you. The Series S, it looks amazing. The Series S is actually like inherently very interesting just because of the price alone, really. Well, the price to like performance on that 
you're buying a pretty top tier uh piece of hardware for a console and it's $400 a $300 sorry $300 console $300 console brand new same price as a switch same price as a switch launch day but it's targeted at 1440 upscaled to 4k and it can even put out on some games mats of 120 fps Hmm. that's pretty impressive um, I know that the main target for the Series S is 1080p, I think 120, and 1440-60, but it can upscale to 4K. Upscaling is whatever, you know. If you really want the 4K experience, you need to go for the Series S. That's the one that's targeted at 4K-60. Yeah, but, or, um, you know, at the end of the day, like, I suppose, because well, a, a console, like, essentially, like, most people are playing console on a, on a TV. Yeah. So, and 4K TVs are actually very common. It's hard to find a TV that's not 4K. Yeah, now it's starting to become, like, yeah, you really can't find like big-ass flat screens like that are 1080. bottom-of-the-barrel TVs, like, I, my dad just bought a TV somewhat recently, and it was, like, a $300 TV, and it's a 4K TV. Yeah, it's becoming that common, so. But I will say 1440 upscaled to 4K doesn't look that bad on a 4K TV. Um, granted, well, yeah, it is a massive screen, though, but if you look at it on a smaller scale, it's it's not well, as bad. Well, the reason I say not as bad is because you don't play three feet from a TV. That's true. You play three feet from a That's computer true. monitor, so if you're upscaling to 4K on a PC monitor, you might see and I something. Have, I mean, I guess I have dealt with upscaling just playing on the Switch. I have it plugged onto my monitor. My yeah. monitor is fourteen forty, but the switch only outputs seven twenty. That's rough. I <laughs> I do that with my it's, monitor. It's a little rough. It's a little rough, but it's um better than you'd think. Yeah, it's but I think that's down to the Nintendo design. Whereas mm-hmm. like if you play something that's not first party Nintendo, you probably notice the differences a lot. Well I played more. uh I played Doom twenty sixteen on the Switch upscale. Yeah. That was that was that was rough. I mean still a great game, but it was rough. But uh yeah, uh, you want to do a full spec run, brief, of the Series S versus the Series S? Can you go yeah, down that? firstly, I don't see it on the spec list, but um, the Series S is supposed to be digital only, right? Ah, yes, probably should have mentioned that. It is digital only. Yeah. Digital only. No disk drive. I'm surprised that the Series X is not going to be digital only. Well, Just because, like, who buys games? Like, think about this. How often, because you play console more than I do, how often do you buy a physical game? Only for, lately, PlayStation First Party exclusives. I have The Last of Us Steelbook. And you have, like, the special edition. And the special editions. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I wanted to get the special edition, but it sold out the day before I bought it. Um, and then Red Dead 2 is my other Steelbook. And Dishonored 2. So, for major games that mean a lot to me, I usually try to do it for Steelbooks. And obviously, I don't want to buy a game twice. That's the only time I buy CDs. So, at Red Dead 2, I was midnight release for that game, Steelbook. <laughs> Last of Us 2, I took the day off work. For the steelbook. Very, uh... So, that's about it. Like, I have some physical games. Like, even my Switch, I put an SD card in and I buy stuff digitally. Yeah. Just because it's, like, I don't want to go to a store and, like, have to, like, talk to a person. Oh, and they think they know more than you as well. That's the best part. They're trying to sell um, you shit. Granted, sometimes if you go to, like, a GameStop, you get more of an in-depth conversation than you would going to, like, a Target or a Walmart. And... 
you do get good deals sometimes. Like sometimes, for console yeah, games. Yeah. Now, PC Steam sales are amazing, but sometimes with console games, they'll be like $60 still on the PlayStation Store. You can get it for like 15 bucks. And that's, that's the only time I really bought console games is like I did a, like a, I think it was like buy one, get one ten for $10. Yeah. At GameStop for used games. So I got two, like, $60 games. Yeah, exactly. Um, but other than, honestly, major, major releases. Like, for example, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, game I'm pretty excited for that's coming out. I'm probably going to get that on a Steelbook for console because they don't make that. They sell the Steelbook edition for PC, right? I think I've told you this before, and I'm pissed. They sell the Steelbook edition of Assassin's Creed Valhalla for PC for full price. You get everything but the Steelbook. Why? Because they don't make a goddamn disc version of it for the PC. Regardless, if you're paying for the Steelbook edition, you should yeah. still get a Steelbook. You get your season pass and all your other bullshit for the same price, no Steelbook. So I'm probably going to get it for PS5, just so I can get the Steelbook. At least if you're not getting the Steelbook, like at least take some price down the price a couple bucks. You yeah, know? and maybe don't call it the Steelbook edition. That helps. Call too. it the, you know, uh, upgrade edition or something. Yeah, or like the the special edition or the expanded edition or something. Yeah, honestly, that's um. um that's that's stupid. But let's go through a, a spec list. The Series S, the small boy, has an eight core, three point six gigahertz AMD processor, a four teraflop GPU, um, ten gigs of GDDR6 RAM that is shared between the system with system RAM and the GPU. So yep. that is probably split. I would venture to guess probably a six and four split or like a five and five. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's not something you incredibly have to worry about with console. Luckily, that's one of the beauties of owning a console. Yeah, you don't have to worry about memory management and stuff. Yeah, um, on PC you do. Uh, you got a 512-gig NVMe SSD. This is the, the non-custom one. This is just the standard I believe NVMe. so. Um, um, still really fast. They haven't said much about it being custom or not, so I'm assuming it's not because it's just listed as a 512-gig NVMe. Still, um, you know, still, still incredibly fast, fast, yeah. But, uh, so. and like you said, it will do a fourteen forty upscale to four K at a max of one hundred and twenty FPS. Yeah, for certain titles. So um, I'm assuming Microsoft first party will oh, more yeah, or less absolutely. aim for that. Which, you know, I'll, I'll let you finish the Series X, and then I have yeah, to say the something. Series X, the big boy, big chunky. It is five hundred dollars. It's uh, you get the eight core, three point eight gigahertz AMD CPU. It is a Zen two processor, that is confirmed. Um, it is a twelve teraflop RDNA two GPU with sixteen gigabytes of DDR GDDR six RAM split between the system and the GPU. Probably an eight and eight split. Which can we just point out RDNA two CPU? This is big Navi. This is big Navi. Yes. So, that the. Um, performance that you'll see out of this Series X is kind of our first uh, glimpse into what Bidnavi might, you know, potentially hold. Yeah. Which is exciting. Um, you get a one terabyte NVMe. It's a very proprietary one. They're, uh, you know, Microsoft proprietary. Weird one. Yeah. Um, and it, <laughs> this is max res of 8K, uh, a max frame rate at uh, 120 FPS, but it's targeted at 4K 60. The 8K thing I really don't buy. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I maybe I could see like 8K 20 FPS. I really don't buy it. It's um. Go back and watch, the, uh, Linus Tech Tips videos where he tried to play at 8K. You know that's yeah, like yeah. He got like. 
16 FPS in, in games that he tested. Yeah. And he was using, I think the rig he used had two RTX Titans. Holy shit. Or it might have had quadros because I don't think he could get the Titans to work. I don't yeah. remember. So, I mean, that's uh, it's a bold claim. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I buy that to be honest with you. Yeah, maybe it's a max res of 8K for video. Yeah, maybe like a 8K Blu-ray drive or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keep in mind this does also have a CD drive, um, as well as obviously you can buy digital games, which I wanted to mention when you were talking about the uh, who buys digital game uh, physical games. The uh, there's a leak for a Series V. And all digital Series S. Oh, really? So it's a Series S without a disk drive. Yeah, I, I they tested the uh, all digital thing with the they did a a Series uh, a Series X. Um, Christ, not a Series X, <laughs> an Xbox One S uh, digital edition yeah. with no disk drive, and it was cheaper. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of the future for consoles, personally. Well, and the PS Five, like the PS Five has two editions, the PS Five and the PS Five digital edition, and it has no disk drive. Yeah, I'd rather just get the digital edition, to be honest with you. Because yeah. at the end of the day, right, when you get a game on disc, you pop it into your disc drive and you don't play. It's not like the old days. No, you, it just, you pop it in and play. You pop in an installed disc. You wait six hours for the game to install off the disc. Yeah. When you could have just bought it digitally and waited an hour to have the download. Because the Ethernet, yeah. Because you can plug in through Ethernet be a lot faster than yeah. reading a CD-ROM. So, you know, granted it is a Blu-ray disc, but it is still a disc. Yeah. Try to install anything from disk. I do install Windows from a disk the other day at work. God, it takes so long. It does. Um, but yeah, so both consoles launch November 10th, which is pretty soon. That's two months away. That's, uh, let me check my watch here. That's uh, uh, two months minus three days. For those who don't know, Chris does not currently have a watch on. I just looked at my wrist because I thought it would be funny. But again, no camera. <laughs> um... <laughs> And I had mentioned Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I wanted to bring this up, too. Assassin's Creed Valhalla was uh, supposed to release November 17th, which I think was suicide because Cyberpunk comes out the day after. (laughs) Um, They pushed it back to... or Sorry, pushed it forward to November 10th. Imagine releasing your game in the month of November this year. Like... I think... I think... I think, honestly, releasing... It's gonna be steamrolled by Cyberpunk. I think so. No matter what it is. I think so. I think even the newest Call of Duty would be steam, uh, steamrolled. Absolutely. For the, for the most part. Because you do you, have those people who literally just play Call of Duty every but year. We've seen like we've seen that happen with other games before. It happened with Titanfall 2. They launched at the same time up. as, uh, I think it was Black Ops uh, 4. Yeah, and, and no one bought Titanfall 2. And Battlefield 5. They launched at the same time. And Titanfall 2 was way better than both of those games, in my opinion. Yeah, and many others. Yeah, it at the wrong time. No one, no one knows about it. Uh, same thing with... Um, I can't even think of the, the Battleborn. Yeah, um, Battle that launched at the same time as uh, I, I wanted to say Bloodborne. That's not the right game. Yeah, uh, that launched at the same time as Overwatch. Yeah, and got everyone bought Overwatch. It got steamrolled by Overwatch. So they're way more hype. Yeah, right. So if you release, if you're releasing your game, like I would say, the back half of November into the first half of December, there's no no one's gonna buy it. No. It's going to be steamrolled by Cyberpunk. I, I genuinely think so. When I saw that Valhalla was set to release on November 17th, one day between Cyber uh, before Cyberpunk, I honestly was like, damn, this Assassin's Creed is not going to sell. Not <laughs> not nearly going to sell. Uh, I think that's a huge, huge mistake. 
And even pushing it to November 10th, I mean, I don't know. And then you have to consider these Xboxes launch November 10th, right? So, uh, eight days before Cyberpunk, but Cyberpunk isn't coming to them right away. It's coming oh. in the future. Yeah. So now, are people going to wait? Are they going to buy the console and Cyberpunk? What, like, what's the deal? I, I wonder what's going to happen there. If, if Cyberpunk do, could even Well, maybe they'll intend. do something, something big because, you know, obviously they have the game. Right, so they just have to port it up to the new console. Maybe because they can't do it at launch, they'll port it up to the new console and release a special edition console, like a Cyberpunk Xbox or something. That would be awesome. Or Cyberpunk PlayStation. That would be cool. I, I, honestly, um, it doesn't matter which console it was on. Uh, if they did like a Cyberpunk special console, I might just buy that console. Yeah, just that. Just if they did just a. To have. Even if they did like a Cyberpunk Xbox, which I don't really plan on buying an Xbox. No. Um, no. But if they did a Cyberpunk Xbox, I might honestly buy one. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, I personally might not for Cyberpunk. I uh, I did make the mistake of not buying the Spider-Man PS4 Pro when that came out, which has Yikes. my feelings hurt. I was actually looking on eBay to buy one a few months back. but people probably are, like a thousand bucks People now. are selling them for like $600. So Jesus. I guess we'll see how that goes. And I saw one, right? The funniest thing ever. Saw one. Guy was selling it for six fifty, right? You look at the photos of the special controller. The thumbsticks were ripped. There, it was cracked. I'm like, bro, what the? F-? Like, <laughs> what, what did this you dude do, do to this? This thing? dude must have been playing NBA and spiked it. I'm like, yeah. guy's an idiot. But uh, yeah, honestly, I'm. I've been thinking ever since I, I, you know, the Series S release date was announced, and I saw that Valhalla was pushed. I really wonder what's gonna happen with Cyberpunk, like. Because it's always possible that a lot of console users might just upgrade to the new next-gen consoles and kind of forget about Cyberpunk. I don't think so, because the hype is so there. But, I don't know, it just seems so weird to me to be launching the biggest game of this generation. Yeah, I don't know, I will tell you this, though. I think, um, because there is the PC market, which I think is probably going to be one of the bigger markets one of the it's yeah. probably gonna be one of the biggest markets just because it's gonna look the best on pc yeah for sure um dude that game is part of the reason that i'm buying a 3080 exactly like it's gonna look the best on pc um so i i think that's gonna be their their biggest market maybe not by a huge margin maybe like a 55 percent of the market yeah but, um i think regardless any game that comes out at least on the pc platform is gonna be steamrolled by by cyberpunk yeah absolutely like like i'm honestly conflicted because i really want to play valhalla but it's like if i get it on november 10th when the xbox comes out i have like seven days or i'm just gonna forget about it with cyberpunk basically yeah so i what i might as well do is add it to the wish list wait till cyberpunk make my way through that granddaddy of a game and there you go i that's kind of my strat with like a lot of ubisoft games i just wait till they're cheap true because way to do it Granted, you know, give it six months, you'll see it for four ninety nine on a Steam sale or something. Unfortunately, Valhalla is not coming to Steam. Really? It's Uplay and uh, Epic exclusive. Oh, well, same thing with Epic. Their sales are pretty good. Yeah, Epic usually they'll probably be giving it away for free. <laughs> yeah, at some point. But uh, yeah, oh, man, I can't wait for Cyberpunk, and I I can't wait to see how that thing runs with a thirty eighty. I'm just hoping that there's no launch day hiccups. I I. I hope the same thing. I have faith, though. I mean, I didn't even tell you this, and I probably totally shouldn't say this on the show, but I took off. Cyberpunk comes out the uh, the 18th. 
I took off the 19th and the 20th. <laughs> it's a Thursday and a Friday because Cyberpunk launches on a Wednesday. Well, I was weird. looking at it. I was looking at the date. I'm like, man, if I uh, if I still worked like, you know, a normal schedule, I would definitely look into taking the days off. But yeah, I don't know. I'll think about it. But yeah, I, I mean, know. I yeah, I say took it off, but like. I didn't abandon. I I requested vacation time two months in advance. I think my employer's fine. They approved it. I think they'll be okay. Yeah. But I'm I'm very excited. Um, the last time I did that, I think I had mentioned this a couple minutes ago, was with The Last of Us Two. That's a golf launch day, and that was primarily only because I had the PS4 Pro being delivered to my apartment building, and they just leave it on the steps, and I really <laughs> didn't want a four hundred and seventy dollar console That's sitting on the steps. That's sketchy as hell. Yeah. So I had waited, and it, funny enough, it showed up at like 10 in the morning, meaning I get out close to 3.30, meaning that it would have been there all that time with easy access to anybody on my street. So I think I made a right call. Yeah, so uh, speaking of Assassin's Creed Valhalla and the absolute dominance that uh, <laughs> the, the, the shafting that Cyberpunk is going to give them, um, yeah. Ubisoft Forward Part 2 happened. I think it was uh, September 10th. So this is like their sort of um, like Nintendo Direct kind of meme. Yeah, it's basically since the world is ending um, and E3 isn't a thing this year. Yeah, that's Each true. company has kind of just done its own thing. You have Ubisoft Forward. You have the Cyber uh, Cyberpunk Night City Wire where they kind of yep. shared info. Yeah, they, they go through yeah. like a devlog kind of yeah. thing. Um, and then you have, like, Nintendo Direct, you have PlayStation State of Play, Xbox, whatever the fuck they call it. Um, so they all do their own little thing now. A bunch of the developers, a bunch of the game uh, studios. And Ubisoft Forward, I think it happened sometime in, like, July, late July. And now this is part uh, two. Part um, two. Part two happened. Uh, decent announcements. Some of the more notable ones um, were the Prince of Persia remake. Um, the internet is laughing at it, though. Because really? the faces look like ass do they you should genuinely look it I'm up gonna look this up right now the gameplay looks like it's retained i mean i'm pretty excited I, it's the sands of time i should have mentioned that um prince of persia sands of time i used to play it when i was younger very fun game kind of excited for the remake but the faces and the graphics for a remake are laughable and future me put up photos of it please since Chris is dying I'm over here. I'm looking at a picture right now. This is not very good looking. That's not very remakey, is it? Especially no. when you have like the new SpongeBob game remake and like Crash Bandicoot remake. Well, I'm looking at the lighting right now, and the lighting is like PS2 era lighting. Oh yeah, that's not good. Like that's terrible lighting. Yeah, and the lighting is pretty bad. And the uh, man, the modeling on this is a bit rough. Yeah. So I mean. I'm hoping for the most part that they fit that, and that's alpha footage according to them. Um, oh, all right. Which, well, so. I, I did want to specify, uh, I think January something the game comes out. So for a game to be alpha like three months before release, or like three and a half months before release is a little weird, but sure. I mean, it's Ubisoft. They're a big studio. They love crunch time, just like Rockstar. So, <laughs> yeah, they're good. definitely... Gonna get the uh, some hundred hour work weeks out of uh yeah. out of their slaves. I mean employees. Yeah, but uh, I'm pretty excited just because the game is fun. Like Prince of Persia is fun. Hasn't been a thing for a while. Sands of Time itself, the original was great. Um, and for the most part, and what we saw, the gameplay seems retained. It's just the visuals that could use some TLC. <laughs> um, yeah. And have you heard of uh, Gods and Monsters, by any chance? Um, I feel like I've heard of it. I just haven't, like, 
It sounds very familiar. So, Gods and Monsters was a game from Ubisoft that was heavily criticized for looking like Breath of the Wild. Okay. Um, and it's going to be funny, because if you look up photos of it, you're going to be like, what the hell is this Breath of the Wild 2? Um, you know, that was kind of shown off. Looks really fun. Looks pretty good. Looks a lot like Breath of the Wild. And the name changed. It's no longer called Gods and Monsters. It is called Immortals Phoenix Rising. Um... I'm kind of excited for it. I've been wanting to play Breath of the Wild on my Switch for a while now. My only problem is that the game is $60, though, because Nintendo does not cut prices, and I really don't want to pay $60 for it. Yeah, understandable. Um, That's my biggest problem, but Gods and Monsters looks pretty cool. It looks like Breath of the Wild, but with some Ubisoft flair, so, I mean, it could be good, could be bad, could be mediocre. Time will tell. Uh, Granted, like, I will say this, um, Ubisoft's really good at making um, just... Very middle of the road games, so I'm not expecting something to blow the doors down. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm looking at some of the art now. It does look very Breath of the Wildy. Um, I can see where they kind of took the inspiration, but I can also see that they kind of uh, like they have their own kind of art for it, and like there's doing their own thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, the thing is with this game, I feel like it honestly has to be like good to do good because the thing with breath of the wild was of course it's a great game from what everyone says but it also had that charm of being like on the nintendo switch when it launched so it was like whoa i can pop this thing off the dock there's breath of the wild pop it on the dock there's breath of the wild the thing with breath of the wild is like as much as the story is like essentially every mario game every zelda game it's all the same it's all the same plot yeah um which is fine and they they do it a different way every time uh, but the biggest aspect that I really, really liked about Breath of the Wild is the exploration. There's always something interesting to look at. Well, it's like that Red Dead, uh, that Red Dead Two vibe. Yeah, like they have. Um, there's always something interesting to see in the game, um, and obviously, it's a uh, it's a very Japanese game. It's um, yeah. There's I haven't played it, some, so there's you can clearly tell. There's definitely some like. Uh, I don't know if any of the older games were like this, but there's definitely some like very anime Japanese type vibes to a lot of the uh, really a lot of the characters. Um, but I do I do quite like. It. There's a lot of interesting stuff to see, uh, and just the map is huge because you have to do it on foot or on a horse, same as like Red Dead. Yeah, that's part of what makes it feel so big. Whereas with Red Dead, your horse is kind of your main form of transportation, but with yeah. this game, it's on foot is your main form of transportation. The horse is an afterthought, really. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, another thing they announced, which seemed to like kind of blow the internet up as well, was are you have you ever played the original Watch Dogs? Yeah. You yeah. know Aiden Pierce, the main character. Uh huh. Did did you did you like him? Like, did you think he was an alright main character? Did you not vibe with him? Or? I thought he was like kind of boring. Yeah, really. that's what a lot of people thought. I thought his character design, like his style, was kind of cool. His story was okay, and then just him as a character was kind of 50-50. He was just a boring character. It's not he was a bad character. Yeah, he just, just wasn't boring. interesting. Well, he's officially been confirmed to be a season pass DLC character with his own story for Watch Dogs Legions. So okay. they've put him in Watch Dogs 2, and they've put him in Watch Dogs Legions, and the internet was just making fun of him so bad. And it honestly made me sad to I, see. Um, 
I say this and I can't even remember his name. The protagonist from Watch Dogs 2. Marcus. Marcus. All the way, I think it is. He was he was an interesting protagonist. I liked him. Yeah, that's why a lot of people are pissed too. I, I should say they're making liked, fun of him, but they're more pissed that Marcus isn't announced to be in the really, game. Really, I liked Marcus as a as a character. He was interesting. Yeah, um, a lot of people did. And I also like I liked Watch Dogs 2 a lot better than the first one. Well, most people did, and I'm honestly like Watch Dogs Legion. Well, Watch Dogs, eh. the first one took itself way too seriously. It did, yeah. Watch Dogs 2 is way less serious. Like, even yeah. when you're doing, like, big, grandiose things, it's still not nearly as serious. It's all, it's satirical, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen stuff for Watch Dogs Legions? Legion, I mean? Uh, I know you can, uh, control a, you can, you can mind control a granny. That's yeah. the only thing I remember about it. I, uh, I'm a little turned off by how not serious it is. Really? Yeah. I like, It's uh, very zany and wacky. I like things like that. I'm not the biggest fan, and I think I think I'd be more of a fan of it if my childhood wasn't ruined by Saints Row Four, because I was the biggest fan at like the age of eight of the first two Saints Row games. Then Saints Row Three came out, good game, awesome, took itself just serious enough, and then Saints Row Four happened, and ever since then I've been turned off by anything wacky. Really? Yes. Saints Row Four was wacky as shit too, uh, but I I like it. There is a, a certain charm in how like weird it is like yeah. how just like out of left field a lot of the things are yeah i mean that's true and i guess the good thing is i i've been super skeptical of Watch Dogs legions for a while legion i keep saying it plural for some reason like ghost of tsushima when it's really oh, ghost yeah. um it is I, just one legion though yes okay uno legion like i said with uno ghost um i got you I'm if I am lucky enough where I can pre-order the 3080 or whatever, like if I can beat all those PC scum lords that are gonna buy it right away, oh, the, I uh, do the get fucking, it for free. The scalpers. Yeah, the scalpers. Yeah. If I can beat them, I will get Watch Dogs Legion for free, because it comes with the new RTX cards. Okay. So I That's obviously cool. will be giving it a try. Honestly, if I didn't get it for free, I probably won't buy it. At least not till a while after launch, or if I just see that it's blowing up the internet and everyone loves it. But That's I'm just, the thing eh. is, um, I mean, I just, I'm still really conflicted with the 3080, um, just because, like, man, that looks really interesting, but, like, well, I just feel like if they're offering that much performance for that little money, they know something we don't, and I'm concerned about it. Yeah, which is definitely a good point, for sure. So, but that's all I'll say on the matter, really. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about the 3080 a lot, and, I mean, as time goes on, we'll know more about, like, Bidnavi and stuff like that, so. And then, obviously, if you get a 3080, we'll have an idea. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll I'll know, because I'm going from the 2070 Super, so if I start seeing, you know, barely any performance increase, well. I'm which, just going to chuck it out onto the road. Really. Oh, I will be pissed, but, I mean, no, nah, obviously, it'll be, it'll be way better than a You're 2070 Super. you feed it Super. to your tent. <laughs> he doesn't need to get any bigger. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's about it. I do want to round out by saying um, the biggest disappointment for me... Okay, I was going to say, you need to bring this up because this is bullshit. Oh, yeah, no, 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 I know. was uh, at Ubisoft Forward, right? I, uh, I'm i watching the live stream, right? I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, more Ubisoft stuff. Because I, I personally enjoy their games. Like Chris said, they're middle of the road. They're Again, somewhat enjoyable. Yeah, same idea. They're very, like... They're enjoyable in a sense that they're, like, fun and you don't have to care too much about what's happening. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, all right, I'm, I'm down for this. I'm watching the live stream. I get disconnected from the live stream. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, I man. get back into it, and I just see this headline. 
Far Cry 3 VR. And I just go, wait. Yo. Wait. I can play Far Cry 3 on my Rift S or my Quest for the Virtual Desktop, right? And I can relive Far Cry 3, the game with the best villain, in my opinion. Some of the best gameplay mechanics. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, I have to go to Zero Latency VR Studios, which is some fucking company that I rent equipment from and play in their studio. Never mind. Go fuck yourself. You have to go to a VR facility. You have to go to a place to play a game. It's an exclusive to a place. Go fuck yourself. I hate that. They, um... Apparently, this company is Zero Latency VR, which no flack to them. No flack to them. No, they no, do no. their thing. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying they're an objectively bad company. I'm just no. saying Ubisoft is an objectively bad company for yeah. doing this. Um, Zero Latency VR, from the sounds of it, they specialize in giving you full-on backpack rig VR to play in an arena with other players face-to-face. Sounds awesome. I'm not going there. No, absolutely. And, not and happening. And then again, you need to think about where are their locations. Where are their locations? Yep, that's this a big is one. the first I've heard of this company, so they can't be that. Do me a favor, look up where the nearest one is. Do me okay. a favor, and I'll I'll keep rambling like a right. like a mongoloid. Um, I don't know what the fuck that means or how to spell it, but uh, yeah. So you have to go to this company, right? You have to pay a price, obviously, understandably. Um, and then they show gameplay, and it looks like it's like uh, what the hell is that? Crisis shooter? Oh, what is that game? The the one you play at like arcades. Oh, um... Time Crisis, right? Yeah. It, so it it's looks, like an on-rails kind of thing. That's what I. That's the vibe I got from it. Except okay. I don't think it's on-rails per se. I think it's levels, and it's mapped out to the arena you're in, and you play that way. Not entirely sure. But as soon as I found out that it was not PC VR, yeah. I stopped caring. I was actually genuinely disappointed, and I instantly stopped watching and could not care what was announced. I could care less... If CD Projekt Red busted in and said Cyberpunk is available now, I was too busy crying. So, I was Um, disappointed. So, it looks like there are um, nine locations in the United States. Alright, that's about eight more than I thought. There is uh, the closest one to us, however, on the East Coast is uh, in Orlando, Florida. Oh, nice. So, what, like 25 hours away Uh, by car? If you're... If you're a real speed demon, uh, you can get there in 20. Yeah? All right, yeah, so that's what I'm going to do, guys. I'll let you know. Uh, when this comes out, I'm going to drive 20 hours to play this gimmicky VR thing. Um, b- like just a, because. You know, I mean... That's just bullshit. Yeah. I'm, I'm upset. Well, granted, you know, there is one in... Uh, there's one in Dallas. There's one in Houston. Nice, nice. Because um, that's what I want to do. I want to play when it's 700 degrees. There's one in Wisconsin. Who even, the fuck lives in Wisconsin? I don't even know how to spell it or where it is. You're telling me there's not one in, like, New York City, but there's one in Wisconsin? You know, that's a good point. I'm surprised there's not, like, any VR mega malls or something, like, in New York, where you get, like, those multi-level buildings and you have, yeah. like, different floors for different VR experiences. I hate New York City, but I would venture to... I, I would go back for something like that. I would genuinely, I would make that a road trip for you, me, and a couple friends to go yeah. try that. Uh, there's one in Las Vegas. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess There's that makes one sense. in Indiana. Okay. There's uh, the one in Orlando, like I said. There's one in, um, what is that, Colorado? Oh, nice. Oh, sorry, California, not Colorado. No. I'm retarded, sorry. That made sense. Um, there's one in Reno, um, and there is one in Arizona. 
Okay. So mm-hmm. if we ever make our way out there, if yeah. we ever go out west. There you go. That's that's going to be our extended. I'm going to announce this now. This is going to be our extended series on we're going to eventually we're going to do the Synapse Misfire road trip. We're going to go all the way out west. Honestly, into this, the ocean. If this show ever gets popular, <laughs> I would so be down for some sort of cross country road trip. We're going out west. We're going to go into the ocean. We're going to get we're going to go to Japan. Yeah, here's the biggest problem. I can't swim. No, we're going to drive. Oh, in the ocean. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, that makes sense. I got a uh I got a um a couple of those arm floaties. Oh, put those that water under the wings. suspension. I'm gonna put that on my uh, on my car, and then we'll get a fan and we'll just blow it out. And the, the back. tires have air, like that'll float. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you don't hear from us, we're at the bottom of the Atlantic or whatever the fuck ocean that well, is. Well, we're going west to be the bottom of the Pacific. You know, I was gonna say Pacific. I had a fifty-fifty shot there, and I we're, fucked we're it. We're sitting there. We're at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> we're sitting at the bottom of the Mariana Trench, just hanging out. That might be in the Atlantic Ocean. I don't remember. I have, I, I don't know. I'm trash with all that stuff. I'm just still, you know, bringing up that Far Cry thing. This was a pretty positive episode. It was, it was fun. That really upset me. Actually, um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of tilted now. Kind of upset. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit fully torqued like Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm upset though. I, ain't, I ain't happy about it. But uh, hey, you know. That's Ubisoft for you. I don't know why they would do this, to be honest with you. They must have... I think they had mentioned that they, they like, handed it off to another company to even port it. Because uh, otherwise, why would they invest any sort of money into this Zero Latency VR facility? Like, what would they possibly get out of it? Uh, just for the record, the Mariana Trench is in the Pacific Ocean. Ah, there you uh, go. It looks to be near uh, the Philippines. See, you seem to know your geography pretty well. Uh, yeah, Wikipedia knows really well. <laughs> But alright, yeah. No, I think that's it for me. I'm gonna go cry. Chris, round us out. Uh yeah, I think that's I think that's gonna end it. I think that's gonna do us for this episode. Um we did some stories. Uh I like the I like the stories format. Please uh let us know um what you think. Uh obviously you can contact us, synapse misfire at pm.me. Um you can send us your comments, concerns, questions, or death threats there. Preferably um, death threats. And you can also you can also import our our podcast, our RSS feed, into your favorite podcasting app, so you don't have to use YouTube, if that's you know something you don't like. Which we don't blame you. Which soon, soon, mark my words, soon we are hoping to make our way to Spotify. Yes, we're working on it. And by we're that I mean we are we're haven't started. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna try it today. Um, we're gonna try to discuss it. But anyway, uh, that's gonna do it, I guess. Thanks for uh, watching, ladies and gents. See you later. Leave Alligator. My, leave my house. Exit my premises. <laughs> I don't want to see your stupid face anymore. I will I, I will put a fence specifically so you cannot get in anymore. Okay, bye. Bitch. <laughs>